Hey y'all, Merry Christmas and welcome to Podmas Day 7. Hopefully y'all have enjoyed it thus far. I know I have enjoyed chatting with you on a daily basis. It's something that's both a push and a challenge, but something that is so life-giving to me on a daily basis. Today's episode is talking about hospitality at the holidays, you know, hosting people during the holidays, if that's short-term, like a family over for dinner or long-term, like my parents being in town right now. And I already brought up on, I think it was Podmas Day 2, the whole idea of cookbook club. Y'all have loved that. I have had the coolest interactions with y'all on Instagram talking about y'all wanting to start it in your own town. And let's not stop that conversation because I think you gals should be doing it. It is so fruitful and wonderful. But I wanted to go a little more in depth about the idea of like gathering around a table during Christmas time, eating a meal that was communally prepared. I think I mentioned this in that episode, but it just feels like guards come down and it's an opportunity to cross paths with people for a couple hours, maybe once a month in an intentional way. And it's so spirit filled. And, you know, we go deep and you have to do that with your close friends. You have to invite them over for dinner because you can do a lot of life alongside of people. But to have those moments where you're sitting down feasting at a table together, that brings something different. And for us in the way that we've moved and, you know, had times where we didn't have people to invite, we sure as heck do not take for granted the fact that we have friends to invite over for dinner. It is among the sweetest moments I have had over the last, let's call it seven years away from home that I have felt like gathering around a table, holding hands with people that I haven't known my whole life, that don't even know that I was a brewer before I was a Duffy, that only knows me as a mom. That is special because you're praying with those people in an intentional and unique way that although I love to get together with my people that I've known my whole life, that's a different relationship. So this is unique and I am just challenging you and begging you to invite people in, open your doors over the holiday season. And You know, when it comes to inviting family in, I will be the first to say and I'll be the first to admit that there's been times in the past when Anna has not done the best job of being the best host, the most hospitable, and really having a posture of harmony over being right. And I think I have a whole episode definitely recorded, but I don't know if I've edited it. But regardless, it's a whole episode recorded talking about conflict. And it's just sitting there in the vault right now. But you know, I've been thinking that I should start praying about just posting it. So look for that next year. But also, I know that last year during Podmas, I kicked it off with this episode talking about conflict around the holidays. And so in light of those two episodes, one posted and one not yet posted, I'm going to stray away today from the traditional pastoral pulpit conversation about how tough holiday gatherings can be with extended family. And I'm actually going to flip the script to talk about how joyous it can be and to think about how we are currently in the throes of hosting my parents for over a week to celebrate the holidays and we are so overjoyed that they are here we really feel so blessed that we love to host both christopher and my parents because when they both visit it just feels like the house is truly alive i think it's partly because we just do more as a family when either one of our parents are here and the girls wake up and burst out of bed knowing kk and poppy or my parents mimi and pops are downstairs drinking coffee and you know, living away for how long we've lived away, we've done our fair share of hosting 
people. I think the first year we were in Seattle, we hosted something like eight individual couples. And so I do have some tips, I would say, and some techniques around preparing my house for guests so it feels like a seamless time. So let's touch on that. One thing that might or might not be your MO or your cup of tea, but is so important to me is sitting down and writing out or typing out a schedule of events for when your guests come. This will both give insight to you for what you need to be preparing for. It also gives you the opportunity to tell them what to bring, if there's any specific event that they need a specific outfit, but it also gives you the capacity to know where there needs to be some details sorted out. Even getting down to the nitty gritty and planning out what to make for meals, writing out a grocery list, booking reservations, securing a babysitter, whatever it might be, I just feel like it's a good host technique to take time to figure out or pre-plan what the time is going to look like. You know, you're the one that's kind of setting the tone for the whole experience. And so many of my friends are like, you just tell us what to do. Like, I want a snippet of your life. I want to step into your life. Or if I'm asking like, what do you want to see in Seattle? We'll cater to whatever you want. They're like, you tell me, what are the fun things to do? Like, do we do the touristy things like the Space Needle? Or is the snippet of the life that you actually live in or outside of Seattle, is that more important to you? And of course, this should 100% take into account who the people are. Are they people that like to get out or stay in? Are they on East Coast time and would thrive with an early bedtime and have more of a morning load and an afternoon relaxation? And even for us, we have worked out a tried and true itinerary for seeing all the touristy parts of Seattle so people can really feel like they've seen it. Okay, I think I'm going to move through and take my planner hat off. So even if you don't go crazy on the planning front, just be prepared with a full fridge of items that you know they like or cleaning the house before they come so you can really relax while they're there or even just doing pivots in the moment based upon how you feel like your guests are feeling. It all matters. And I always think of my mom when I think of a good hostess, especially when I think about how her house feels. No matter the time of year, no matter the size of group, the amount of notice she has, it just feels like her house is always welcoming and warm. And I remember Jenny Allen talking about living in a posture of always being able to invite someone in. And I have made it my darndest to try to do this, but it's not as natural for me as it is for Jenny or my mom. And I don't think it has anything to do with how nice your house is or how put together you feel, but maybe it is having the discipline to do maintenance cleaning regularly, meaning resetting the house at the end of the day and teaching all members of the house to take ownership of the house, but also to remember that just how God sees us, it's more about where your heart is, and from where your heart is, your actions will follow. Like, the feeling of being warm and welcomed in my mom's home starts from the moment you enter, but it's how she moves from person to person, making sure everyone's taken care of, or how she somehow cleans a kitchen without anyone noticing, because everyone just is so relaxed when they're there, or how she's quick to drop everything to take a phone call from me. Like, that's being hospitable from afar. And I think this has been learned, but it's in her bones to be a busy bee. So she's worked hard to see people how God sees them, just full of intrinsic value in the image of God and full of purpose and importance. So that's my challenge for you today, my gals, to seek to host people like Jesus would and also maybe Laura Brewer would. <laughs> and I think we should pause and not forget the most important part and initial start, and that's inviting them in. But okay, let's jump into today's Devo, and it is 1 Timothy 5.10. 
And it says, she is well known for her good deeds, such as bringing up children, showing hospitality, washing the feet of the Lord's people and helping those in trouble and devoting herself to all kinds of good deeds. I mean, that's the goal, y'all. <laughs> is that not something that should motivate us today? I mean, I think the first thing I think is, man, I fall short. But that's not how we're going to end. We're going to end on a positive note of just encouragement to y'all to say, hey, I'm just a fellow mom trucking along, trying to host people well, but ultimately knowing that the way I can be hospitable is starting at home with my girls and with my sweet husband. But okay, love y'all so much. Happy day seven of Podmas, and I'll see you tomorrow morning on Podmas Day 8. All right, bye, y'all.